1: Forces of the United Nations, here's a special Christmas package.
0: Santa Claus and getting ready to untie a ribbon on a great big package of entertainment addressed to each and every one of you and marks do not open till Christmas. It's chock full of greetings and word and song from some of your favorite entertainers with a special message from the Chief of Chaplains for the Army and for the Navy. Right now, gang, let's tear off the gift wrapping and see what's inside. The tinsel, and let's make some room here because right at the top of your Christmas box are the Andrews sisters here to send their very best Christmas greetings. And how are they going to do that? Well, of course, they're going to (laughs) sing. In that was as solid as the andiron old St. Nick leans his bag on when he brushes the cinders out of his beard after coming down the chimney. Well, you know, fellas, Christmas calls for a lot of things good fellowship, hospitality, and fun. But for a moment, with the finer implications of Christmas, we go to our nation's capital, Washington, where you will hear a special Christmas message from the Navy's Chief of Chaplains, Captain Robert B. Workman. Go ahead, Washington, and Captain Workman.
2: The chaplains of the Navy Department join with others here in Washington in sending special, individual Christmas greetings to you, the men and women of the Army, Navy, Marine Corps, and Coast Guard. This Christmas, our thought turns first to you. We know full well that your thoughts are of home and your loved ones we wish to assure you that the people here at home who appreciate the reasons why we are in this war realize that you are putting your all into this scrap because you are anxious, among other things, that the spirit of Christmas and the right to enjoy a good old-fashioned Christmas shall be preserved through the years which lie ahead. The spirit of Christmas is the Christ. Christ was the gift of God who sent his Son that we might know the way, the truth, and the life and possess the secret of attaining eternal life. Christ's own life was the perfect example of doing things for others and giving for others. We show the true spirit of Christmas, therefore, when we do for others and give for others. You out there... Each of you, wherever you are today, is a living example of this spirit. You are giving loyal, devoted service to your country. And you give it as though you were giving it personally for your loved ones and for your good neighbor around the corner. For this gift from you this Christmas, the hearts of Americans well up with gratitude and pride. Speaking for them, I say... Thank you, soldier. Thank you, Blue Jacket. Thank you, Marine. Thank you, Coast Guard. And what of our gift? What will be our gift to our country at a time like this? What will be our gift to you? With humility, we offer to our country increased devotion, which we hope will be worthy in some small measure, to be compared with your noble gift to our beloved land. And for you, individually, we offer as a gift a prayer, of gratitude for your gift, and a prayer that you may be kept safe and be returned home to enjoy with your loved ones and friends many, many Merry Christmases through the years to come. God bless you. ...and grant you the richest and most precious blessing of the Christmas season.
0: Thank you, Captain Workman. And now, gang, back to your Christmas package, because we've lots of unwrapping to do. Say, here's an item I'm sure you'll say looks mighty fine, all decked out in cellophane and holiday pencil... ...because she's a favorite item of yours all the year through. And a swell gal she is, Jenny Sims. Thank you, Linda. I'm thrilled to be on this Christmas program for all you fighting men. And I want to add my yuletide greetings to each and every one of you. Maybe I'm too big to fit in your stocking, but I hope this song fits your holiday mood. tonight, the man who's been trying to get me on his lap all afternoon to whisper what I want for Christmas, Bob Hope.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. How do you do, fellas? This is Bob wishing a Merry Christmas to all you United Nations servicemen everywhere, Hope. Speaking for the Americans, the Chinese, the English, and the Rus, saying that as soon as we fry our Christmas turkey... We'll finish cooking Hitler's goose. <laughs> well, it's not a big laugh. It's just an opening. But anyways...
4: <laughs> soldiers
3: everywhere love Christmas because during the holidays, the commanding officers choose certain guys and grant them furloughs. Choose certain guys and grant them furloughs. That's an army expression, meaning any meeny, miny, there ain't no mold. <laughs> and this Christmas, we really got men all over. We got men in more places than Crosby and I built roads to. <laughs> They're even hanging mistletoe up there in the Aleutians. And you know the Eskimo system of kissing with the noses? I don't mind playing post office, but brother, that's the wrong zone. <laughs>
4: it's so cold up
3: there, one soldier on Kiska wanted a certain type of sweater for Christmas, but they couldn't get Lana Turner past the postal authorities. <laughs> and the fellows in the Aleutians really have a lot of unusual weather. I'm not allowed to mention what kind of weather it is, but all I can say is if we had that weather in California... It would freeze almost as many oranges as the weather we have
4: does.
3: (laughs) And Christmas in London is something, too. They got a blackout there all the time. One private grabbed someone under the mistletoe, and everything was all right until he reached around and fell three chevrons. (laughs) England is pretty similar to us when it comes to celebrating Christmas, except for that warm beer. That beer is really warm. After two quarts, you can save your burps and rent yourself out as a flamethrower.
4: <laughs>
3: I heard about one sailor in the Mediterranean area who had an interesting Christmas. He got a card from Dorothy Lemoore with a picture of her in a sarong on it. What a picture. You know how George Washington looks straight ahead on the two-cent stamp? Well, on this envelope, he kept peeking over his shoulder. <laughs> soldiers couldn't get any tinsel for their Christmas tree, so they decided to decorate the tree with spaghetti. When they put in the plug, the meatballs lit up. <laughs> One company over in India had a Christmas dinner, and they ran short of turkey, but nothing stops those G.I.s. They just started slicing the white meat off the Colonel's eagle.
4: <laughs>
3: and Christmas in a lot of places is pretty strange. In Africa, you should see Santa Claus fly through the air on a sleigh pulled by six camels. Oh. <laughs> Boy, those camels, The soldier can't get off them. In order to dismount, you have to go over the hill. <laughs> and the difference in seasons is really amusing. Christmas time here is cold, and over in the South Sea Islands, it's time for planting. All day long, you can see those girls in the grass skirts rotating their crops. Hold on! <laughs> the hula girls played Santa Claus. Instead of their grass skirts, they just wore a long, white beard. the first time a bunch of soldiers were ever in favor of G.I. haircuts for all.
0: Thank you, Bob Hope. That was swell. And now, men, with a big red ribbon round her waist and a sprig of holly in her hair... Meet the girl whose fan mail is stupendous and whose voice is the same. Lena Horne, singing Honeysuckle Rose.
4: Every honeybee says with jealousy When they see you out with me I don't blame them, goodness, knows, Honeysuckle Rose For well, the reason why You must say the goodness knows And it's the like, Goodness knows, honey, suck so roll. If the honey bee sighs for jealousy when they see you out with me, I don't blame you. So goodness knows, you're my honey, suck so a roll. When you're passing by, I love to sigh, and I know the reason why. You're my up me the throats don't buy sugar. You just have to touch my cup. You're my sugar.
0: Oh, that was super. Fellas, there have been an awful lot of Christmas greetings mixed in with the packages we've unwrapped. And now we're happy to return once again to Washington where General Arnold, Chief of Army Chaplains, is standing by with a warm word of greeting for each and every one of you. Go ahead, Washington and General Arnold.
1: Millions of men the world over are gathered around their chaplains in camps, hospitals, battle areas to hear again the story of the first Christmas. Thousands of others in isolated places will open their little volume of the scriptures to read for themselves St. Matthew's and St. Luke's account of our Savior's birth in Bethlehem. Men far from their homes and their loved ones will find comfort in meditating upon the hardships and sufferings of the Holy Family. They will see more clearly the real meaning of Christmas and feel more deeply the comfort of God's goodness in sending His Son to live with us and for us. In times of peace and security, we often used our many blessings rather frivolously. Our merriment frequently became revelry extravagance, and lack of appreciation were more evident than reverence and gratitude. We thought more of our ease and pleasure than of God's goodness and mercy. Many a Christmas came and went without making us better men and women. Now, however, we see Christmas as men of faith and courage saw it 2,000 years ago. The hardships and sufferings of war have cleansed our hearts of pride and vanity and we have a truer knowledge of the things which really count in life. Prayer and trust in God have a new value for us. Home and the daily association with loved ones are now appreciated as never before. Honest labor, leisure for simple pleasures, and peace with moderate plenty would fill our hearts with real joy. Through the coming of God's Son to share and sweeten our life, We know that we can be happy and joyful despite pain, hardship, and material losses. These are the simple truths which Christmas has been trying to teach us for 20 centuries. Joseph and Mary and Christ himself suffered much to assure us of happiness if we have faith and love and courage. With glowing hearts, therefore, we hear the angel's message. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, for this day is born to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Bravely and hopefully, we look up to the star of Bethlehem and add our voices to the song of the heavenly host, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to men of good will.
0: Thank you, General Arnold. Once again, gang, back to your Christmas package. And a little digging through the cellophane hereabouts brings up a small item, but potent. It's a round-trip ticket to Wistful Vista, the home of Fibber McGee and Molly. And something tells me we're going to get down there just in time to find Fibber arguing with a little girl who lives down the street. Hey, I hope somebody gives
5: me a box of cigars for Christmas because I only want... Hey, what goes on here? What are you two whispering about?
6: She says I better go home, mister. Huh? She says you're mad at me because I want to have the kids sing a Christmas carol. For you. Oh,
5: now I ain't mad exactly, sis. I just—oh, here
6: you are, I'll bet you. Wow. And gee, the kids have been out there in that cold all afternoon on a holiday. No, 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 no. None of that, sis. Now cut it out.
3: The only reason I
5: didn't want them to sing is—well, is, oh.
6: oh, it's okay, Mister. I know how you feel. Thanks for the cookies and things. Hey, don't rush away
5: like this, sis. Gosh. I'll listen to your old Christmas carol if it means that much. No. I just
6: uh... No, you don't like them. I do, too, like them. I only do You thought... don't either like them. I
5: do, too. You don't. I do so. No. Yes.
6: No.
4: Now, look,
5: sis. Here. Here. Take my handkerchief and Thank wipe you. your nose.
4: Thanks.
5: will bring in your half-pint flea club and let them do their worst, which I imagine is pretty bad.
6: Oh, they're not bad. They're wonderful. Okay, so
5: they're terrific. Bring them in. All
6: right. Handsome little fellas. Hello, boy. Hello, Hello, Mrs. McGee. And what's she
5: going to give us, kids?
6: The night before Christmas. And, gee, we rehearsed at like 60. Are you ready, kids? I'm
5: ready, sir. No, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, Molly. Madam, please. Here, take my money and my watch. You know me. Every time I hear these things, I want to give away everything I own. Thank <laughs> you.
4: I'm Thank you ¡Vamos!
0: McGee and Molly. Well, fellas, I guess we've opened the last parcel in the Christmas package. Seems like the only thing left to do is to read the card that came along with it. It's just about the biggest Christmas card you ever saw, and it has millions of signatures on it. It's signed by every mother and father and sister and brother and wife and sweetheart here at home. And it says, A Merry Christmas to you, and may God speed you the victory.
3: Christmas Day program was presented by the War Department of the United States of America.